What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to a, another episode of the Mellow Mondays podcast. Um, as most of you know, I have been away for some weeks. I did that little review update, I think it was a couple weeks ago, and I said I was going to be back, and I may have lied to you all. I have some decent excuses, and then I have some excuses that just, it's just kind of been one of those life things, to be honest with you. And so I am hopefully back for a while. I'm feeling in a good place. I'm feeling excited to be doing the podcast again. Um, Just to be honest, life has been kind of crazy right now. We've been hitting the summer pretty hard. We've been, uh, yeah, we've been touring quite a bit. And so just once again, being in this new role, I'm a little worn out, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm tired. And so this week I kind of recharged and I am ready to go. And I was going to, um, I was going to upload one last week, but I ended up losing my voice. So like kind of from the, uh, this whole podcast is going to be around the 4th of July this week. Um, but from that week on, I, uh, for whatever reason, I don't know if I was getting sick or just like something happened with my voice, but I lost my voice. And it's pretty hard to record a podcast when you sound like, I literally sounded like an 85-year-old man, could barely talk, like people would talk to me and I had to awkwardly like try to like get something out. And I was also having to work as well. So I'm like trying to work. I did not realize how important speech is every day. It's like one of those things you take for granted. Like I I had this moment of like, oh my gosh, like I I don't understand how people communicate Um, who aren't able to speak. And so like, it was a very humbling experience and uh, it was hard. It was tough. And so my voice is back. I'm excited. We're doing the podcast and uh, yeah, it feels good to be back. I, uh, to be honest, I've kind of been in this creative lull for a while. I think I've kind of been surviving um, in life, not necessarily thriving and uh, just trying to kind of make it through the weeks just uh, with work and just some personal stuff going on. And so I didn't want to put out a product that was fake, to be honest with you. Like, I I felt like me doing a podcast was going to be kind of this thing of like, not necessarily genuine. And I think the heart of this podcast is genuineness, um, real things coming from the heart. And so I'm in a good spot. I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to be back, all that to say. Um, Today, we are talking about the uh, the 4th of July. And so as you know, 4th of July was a couple weeks ago. Um, I know I talk about the lake a lot on this podcast, and I promise after this episode, we'll dial it back on the lake a little bit. Um, but I was able to go to the lake, and so it's kind of a funny story how it all transpired. As you all know, um, my family has a house at Lake of the Ozarks. Um, I've literally, I've literally been going there my entire life. The 4th of July is like one of those special moments for me. It's one of those days that I hate missing at the lake. And I've had to miss some over the years, but not many. Um, And as far as I can remember, even going up through high school, I think, and and really college, I think I only missed maybe, I can think of one 4th of July that I missed. And I was traveling abroad in Europe, and I had this opportunity to stay after and go travel like France and Spain and all these places. And I almost didn't do it because that's how important the 4th of July is. Um, for me. It is my favorite time at the lake. And uh, I was worried this year because last year I had to work on the 4th. We had a show um, up in Minneapolis. And so I was was scared. I was nervous that uh, I wasn't going to be able to go. And then I was looking at my calendar 
and it ended up working out perfectly. So we were doing a show up in, uh, I think it was Cresco, Iowa was our last run. And so then we were basically just going to run Southeast, um, run down through St. Louis and then on to Nashville where most of us live and where bus call is. Um, but what I was able to do is get dropped in St. Louis that morning. It's like eight hours from Cresco, Iowa to St. Louis. And, and luckily we were picking up a co-driver at the airport. So like everything about this just worked out absolutely perfectly. So we pick up our co-driver. I got off the bus at this hotel, literally two miles from the rental car place. Like I go and pick up this rental car. I drive to the lake, which is only, man, from West St. Louis, it's only like three hours, three and a half hours. So not bad at all. And then uh, I dropped my car at the only rental car place I could find in Osage Beach, Missouri, uh, which is about 30 minutes away from our lake house. And uh, my parents were able to come and pick me up that morning or really that afternoon around lunch. And so that was like, that was the first. Um, and then I had the second and the third at the lake. And then the fourth, we were playing a show in Sedalia, Missouri. Um, fun fact where the Missouri State Fair is every year. We were at the fairgrounds there. It wasn't associated with the state fair, but it's where the state fair takes place. And uh, that's literally like an hour and 15 minutes away from the lake. And so I'm so stoked on the timing, like just being able to go to the lake just for a little bit and have fun with the family and experience those traditions that I, I like to experience. And so it was cool. I'll talk more about kind of the, the 4th of July um, at the end of this, but got in on the first and I was absolutely beat to be honest with you. Like I was worn out. We had just done a ton of shows. I had done a lot of traveling. I was tired. And so I never do this. Like normally I get to the lake and I like put my swimming suit on, get my contacts in, throw my stuff everywhere and like go out and start riding, start hanging out on the water. And this year I did not do that. That's like one of the first times I haven't done that. My parents noticed too. They're like, we literally walked in the door and kind of getting settled. They were kind of just taking it easy. We just eaten lunch. And I was just kind of like, you know what? Like, I think I'm going to go downstairs and like kind of maybe watch something on my computer, maybe take a nap for like an hour. And then uh, maybe we can go play. And I think my parents are both like, oh my gosh, like what's like what's wrong with Austin? Like is is everything okay? Because um, I don't do that. I don't rest well. I don't know how to relax. Um, it's something we're working on. And I went downstairs, just kind of watched a little some stuff on YouTube for like an hour, and just kind of like tried to recharge a little bit because I was honestly just I was just beat, and uh, it was good. Ended up. After that, going back out, got the jet ski in the water, went out and rode. I, I don't remember if I skied that night. I don't think I skied that night, um, but ended up skiing the next day and uh, just had a good couple days at the lake. My grandparents were able to come down, which is awesome. Ended up finalizing a fishing trip with my grandpa coming up as well, so I'm excited about that and just kind of, yeah, just had some good quality time with family, and, and that's that's what you want. Like That's what the lake is about, and so just over the the couple days I was able to just ride my jet ski like normal. Um, kind of bummed, didn't get any, hit any cruisers, didn't really get a ride with Michael, my homie at all. Um, it's always tough when you have family and friends down and you're trying to balance, um, priorities. And honestly, I, I can honestly say, um, in my life now, like going down and the peak riding time is like seven to eight thirty, like right at dusk. Like that's when the cruisers are out, the waves are perfect. Um, that's the time to ride. And that's the time when like we eat dinner and spend time together. And it's weird. I feel like an adult now to where it's, 
it's not even like I'm giving something up. It's not like, oh, I'm not going riding and I'm bummed out. It's like, I would rather hang out with family. And that's, man, that's weird for me to say. And I haven't really thought about that until kind of sitting down and doing this of, huh, like maybe we're growing, like learning to give things up for things that are more important because I can't have both. And that's the reality. And I've kind of come to terms with that as far as just this transition and moving to Nashville and um, understanding that things will never look the the way they did a couple of years ago, especially as far as like riding my jet ski goes. Um, anyway, was able to ride the jet ski. Still fun, still dope. Just honestly looks a little different. Had a good couple of days. I was, man, I was honestly just worn out for a lot of it. Um, and then the the third came around. Well, actually, actually the second. So one of my favorite 4th of July traditions, I don't know if I've talked about these on the podcast before. If I have, I'm sorry, you're going to hear a more in-depth um, account of what we do on all of these. But uh, my favorite tradition we do is uh, is tie-dye. And so for whatever reason, we do tie-dye on the 4th of July. I don't remember how it started. I have always loved tie-dye. I'm a skater kid at heart. That's what we did. I literally own one tie-dye shirt that I have not made. It's because a friend gave it to me in Nashville, and it's it's a dope shirt. But generally speaking, every tie-dye shirt I wear, I've made myself. Like, I take pride in that. I love doing it. People think it's way harder than it is. It's It's honestly not that hard. Like, it's fun. And... For some reason, we've always tie-dyed on the 4th. And then so normally we would wake up on the 4th, tie-dye in the morning, let our clothes dry, and then um, we would wear them for our fireworks show that evening. And so this year, obviously, since I had to leave the morning of the 4th, we were thinking about doing it on the 3rd, but my sister and her husband couldn't come down um, until the night of the 3rd. So we just decided to go and do it on the 2nd just to kind of give us some time, like, you have to let everything dry and then rinse them out. And so props to my mom because she handled all of that for us as far as like rinsing them and making sure they didn't bleed on each other when you're throwing them in the dryer and all this stuff. And so thank you to her because it, I, I hate doing that part. I'm the creative side of it. But when it comes to doing those things, I uh, it's not my favorite. And so we tied it this year. It was me, my dad, my mom, uh, my grandparents, and uh I did some socks. I've never done socks, which is actually surprising. My socks are dope. I need to post a picture of them. I'm off Instagram right now, but I, when I'm back, maybe I'll post a picture of socks. So did these socks, did a shirt, um, did a headband. And then I did this, like, it's kind of girly, but this little, uh, like handbag, it's not a handbag. It's like a, like, a, I don't know, like a day bag, like something you, like I throw my snacks for bus call, like snacks that I take on the bus with me, you know? So I tied out this bag. It's pretty dope. It looks pretty sick. And uh, so I was all decked out, and then uh, we let those dry and uh, let them dry overnight, which is nice. <laughs> and then the next morning, we end up, went out to uh, lunch, and it uh, the night the day of the third, and we got back, and it just absolutely downpoured. It it just rained like crazy out of nowhere on us, and so everything got wet. We had to dry them again, whatever. That's just how it goes at the lake. And uh, so we did tie dye, and I'm I'm glad I did it. I now have those those pieces to remember from years to come. Like I, I always wear all our stuff when I get home and it's just fun. Like it's just one of those quirky traditions that I don't really know how it started, but our family is really, really big on traditions. And so I'm learning to be flexible and to understand that some years are going to look different. Like I was super bummed. My sister and her husband, my, uh, my brother-in-law shout out Derek. Um, I was bummed they couldn't be there for it. Cause I know they always like doing it too. Um, but we did what we could. So it is what it is. And then uh, the day of the third, um, 
which we treated as our fourth this year, we uh, we made homemade ice cream. So my mom always makes the actual ice cream. I don't know. You have to like, I guess you like cook it, which is kind of interesting. Then you let it sit, and then you actually throw it into. Uh, we have this little uh, homemade ice cream machine that we use, and uh, we threw it in that in the afternoon. And so like, I don't know if you guys have ever made ice cream. It's actually once you get the ice cream made, maybe I'm speaking um, ignorantly because I'm not the one who uh, who makes the actual ice cream. I just help with freezing it, but uh, it's not that hard. Like you just get these little machines and uh, you put the ice cream in this big tube and it spins and then you just put, um, you you alternate, you do ice and then you do like kind of this ice cream rock salt and that like helps get the ice really, really cold, melts it and gets everything freezing cold. And then uh, what you do, it just, it literally just spins this tube and as it spins, it freezes the ice cream and then once it once it's frozen, it just stops spinning. And <laughs> then you, you take it out and uh, you just leave it in the the ice and the salt and you keep it covered and you just let it sit. And so it has like this really good, like smooth, but like salty taste to it. It is one of my favorite things. I love homemade ice cream. And there's just like something fun about you being the one who, who makes it. Like that's so cool to me. So I remember, this is years ago. I don't know how long, how long ago this was, but uh, our ice cream maker broke um, that year and we're, it was the day of the forest. So you're like, what do, what, what do we do? Like trying to make this ice cream, we're halfway through and it's the motor burn out or whatever. So we ended up, I think we got a, we did some of it by hand, but there's a picture of me with just like a cordless drill, just like a little hand drill. And you just found a bit that fit on it. And I just used the drill to spin the tube and, uh, ended up working. It was one of our best batches yet up to that point. So it was like, man, you can always make ice cream if, uh, you have some tools running around, tools lying around, you can make it happen. And so I was stoked that we were able to make the ice cream. And then that night, my uh, my sister and her husband got into town. And that was the night we were going to do our fireworks. So my favorite 4th of July tradition is uh, shooting off fireworks with my dad. For the longest time, we always shot off fireworks. It was always kind of the guys in the family that did it like... I don't think the rest of the family really cares to me, to be honest with you. They know how much it means to me. So I think they appease me and like act excited. But uh, the guys always did it. Like I remember my uncle and my dad um, shooting off fireworks. I don't know when I started stepping in with my dad to do it. But for as long as I can remember, I've been the one who's been shooting them off recently. And uh, it's just one of those traditions that like, it's something that you do with your dad. Like, I don't, I don't know if you have those things or like, special things you do with certain family members. But like for me and my grandpa, um, we go fishing together. And, and so like for me and my dad, it's like, it's this fireworks display every year. Like I love that tradition with us. It's like one of my favorite things that I do in the year. It was a good year. Like some, I, I normally get to go and uh, help pick out the fireworks, but obviously being in Nashville and my parents being in Kansas City, doesn't really work that way. And so my dad just picked out some fireworks. We used to do a bunch of just like the mortar, sh- mortar shell fireworks, like single shots, and we like light a couple at a time. Um, but they just take too long. And we've been having problems with low quality recently <laughs> to where we have them blowing up in the tube, um, them blowing up just outside of the tube. And we decided when we have a bunch of jet skis and boats and neighbors who don't love it when fireworks explode on the ground, um, that it probably wasn't worth it. And so we, we recently switched to doing these, like they're called cakes. I found out So I'm I'm in the process of like, 
I want to get my pyros license. I'm not really taking steps to do it, but like I have this dream of having my pyros license, whatever. I've been watching all these firework videos lately, uh, but they're called cakes. And so it's like basically these multi-shot boxes that you shoot off. Everybody, I mean, everybody knows what fireworks are. So you shoot off these boxes, great value. They do the show for you. And so we're, we're getting the fireworks ready. And so that's kind of like what we, what we do. Like, so my dad gets these fireworks and then we kind of prepare a little bit before. And I have fond memories of us, like us going down is like, okay, what are we going to shoot off first? Like, this is kind of our game plan. And we just kind of alternate, like my dad will shoot one, I'll shoot one. And then, uh, we shoot them pretty close. Um, like the fireworks to us ratio, like I feel like we're maybe a little too close, but we shoot them off of our dock. And so we just lost a tree in our, uh, in our backyard, um, at the lake. And so the view is way better from the deck. So like our family sits on the deck and watches you used to not be able to do it very well because the tree is covered and you couldn't really see it. Um, so they'd sometimes take the boat out, sometimes sit on the lower level, whatever. But this year I think their view was great. And, um, me and my dad always put them on the edge of the dock and we light them off and just like kind of run back to the edge of the dock. And just like, it's kind of this funny moment because you don't fully absorb, um, how dope the fireworks are, like everything exploding. Like, so like you hear a shot, like you one shot will ring off. You like, look at the, look at the base of the fireworks to make sure it doesn't tip over. Cause that's the biggest fear It's like, if it shoots and explodes just off of the ground, that's okay. It's not ideal. Um, but it's okay. I have glasses, you know, it's like, uh, I have eye protection. It's not going to hurt you that way. If your firework tips over, that's the fear. Cause you don't know where it's going to shoot. Is it going to shoot at me towards the house? Is it going to shoot at the neighbor's boat? Is it going to shoot into the four jet skis we have 15 feet away? That's kind of the fear. So like, it's this little dance where you hear a shot fire, you look up, you watch it burst, you look down, you make sure the next, next shot fires, you look up you look down, it's like this constant. It's like, I have one video. I always take a video of one, um, one of the cakes being shot off. And like, you can just see me like, look up, look down, look up, look down. It's like this constant fear. And like this year, for whatever reason, I was kind of nervous. Like, I don't know if it's like, I think it's like one of those signs that I'm getting older and realizing that like, I worry about things. Like what if fireworks go wrong? Like, I don't want to piss our neighbors off. Like he got kind of mad last year. Cause we, uh, whatever we just they had a new deck and we kind of uh <laughs> it all drifted to his house so i would probably be upset too but it's kind of weird like getting older and having these fears now and like thinking like oh man like i actually it's not that we weren't being safe before but like i i i tangibly like think okay i really don't want anything bad to happen and i was like kind of like yeah like leery and nervous it was kind of funny but uh we ended up shooting off our fireworks and it was, it was awesome. Like it was the perfect amount. My dad picked out some really good ones. Um, I think my favorite one this year, I wrote them all down. I believe my favorite one was called paradox. And so if you don't know fireworks, I really don't know how to explain this, but it was kind of an all white, um, cake. And so like it shoots these shells off and they explode. And then they have this afterbirth of like this little crackle. And it's just like, it just makes this distinct sound. And I don't know how to like share that with you. You've never experienced it, but like, I absolutely love that. Like I kind of just got goosebumps thinking about it, talking about it. And, uh, so it's like shooting these big shots, this first initial, like kind of cool little break. And then this crackle. And then at the finale is like, it shoots these, like these crackles. So it's like this straight up crackle. I'm sure there's some technical, technical word for it. I don't know what it is, 
but it's just like this whole like being on the dock and like with the metal roof and just all of the sounds and like the smoke and the embers everywhere. And it's just like, boom, 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 crackle, crackle, crackle. And it like, man, I love that feeling. And like, I just remember like the amount of joy that I get from that one little moment. Like, I don't know how much money, probably 30 bucks just down the drain in about 20 seconds. But like, I would pay that tenfold to have that moment. And just like, you're there and like you, me and my dad are like constantly looking up, looking down, you know, like that fear and just like, and then the last, the finale, it's like, bam, 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 bam. And then just crackle, crackle, crackle. And then, you know, your family um, on the deck cheers for you. We had a bunch of neighbors down at the end of our cove cheering too. That's always fun. And uh, it was kind of that, like, that special moment of like me and my dad were like, dang, that one was sick. Like, that was awesome. And uh, because that's the point. Like, the point is to have fun and the point is family. Like, it's no fun to shoot off fireworks for just yourself. Like, yeah, it's kind of exhilarating, but like, I want my family to think they're cool. I want the neighbors to like them. And uh, I remember a couple of years ago, we had, I think it was like two, maybe it was two years ago, we had these, uh, this family moved in across the cove, a little diagonal to us, and they have these two little boys. I think they're like 10 and 8 or 6 and 4, I don't know. But uh, we did our fireworks show, and it was a pretty good year. And I remember the next morning, we were kind of cleaning up and whatever, and they, they drove by in the boat, and this little kid goes, thanks for the fireworks. And I like literally like almost cried in that moment, because it was like this like, oh my gosh, like the joy that this little kid got from us blowing, I don't know, $200, $300 worth of fireworks, like made everything worth it. It was just like that moment. I still, we still talk about that every year. Like, I, I don't know if they saw it this year or not because it was on the third. So um, people aren't always around um, during that time. And it was kind of one of those years too where the fourth fell on a Wednesday, which is a, uh, no, I'm sorry, the fourth fell on a Thursday. So it's kind of a rough time because people aren't going to get the third off, uh, most likely for work. Most people will take Friday off and then do a long weekend. And so there really wasn't a lot of people down on the actual third. Like definitely people were coming in, but I'm sure the fourth, um, that Thursday and then Friday and then through the weekend were way more busy because we honestly had pretty good water. Like there was boats out, but it wasn't I don't know. It wasn't very busy. It wasn't like it could have been. And so that was cool. And, um, so me and my dad shut off the fireworks and, uh, it was a great year. I was excited to do it. I was glad my sister and my brother-in-law could be there. Like they drove in after work and, uh, got there and we shot off the fireworks. So they got to experience it, which was cool. And then after fireworks are done, like we always go up to the house and like me and my dad kind of laugh and like kind of have that like adrenaline, like giddy laughter and like, Oh, that one was sick. Or remember that one? Like, this year we didn't have anything fail, but like if we, you know, blew up in the tube or like whatever, like we would laugh about that and talk like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, like it shot through my body. Like that was crazy. You know, like war stories, like that's what you do. Uh, but we went, hung out with the family and we all, uh, we had the ice cream that we made and uh, it was great. It was a really good year. It was, uh, it was, it was good ice cream. So my mom did great on the recipe. I, uh, I helped. I mean, freeze it. That's the easy part, to be honest. So I really can't take much credit for it. But uh, I was glad we were able to do it. That was the fourth. Um, it was on the third. But yeah, that was our fourth this year. And man, I'm I'm really blessed to be able to do things like that. Like that's something that I forget about is like not everyone has had a lake house their whole life. And I don't mean that like an arrogant way, but it's just like, man, like I've just been fortunate to grow up in a family that was able to do that every year and so like 
that's one of my favorite things is to kind of share that joy with other people. Like when people come down to the lake and I can show them like what we do because it's so normal to me, but for other people, it's like watching people get up skiing for the first time. Like I love that because it's like something they've never experienced. And uh, people are always intimidated. Like, oh, like you're going to judge me. I'm like, dude, I'm never going to judge you. Like I, w- I want you to be successful. I want you to get up because that's something that I find joy in. Like, I want you to find that joy too. Yeah. I don't know. It was a good year. It was, um, I could have done a couple more days, but it was a good year. And so then it was kind of weird because on the, th- on the fourth, I woke up at like five fifteen and I drove to Sedalia and I met our bus there and we loaded in a show. <laughs> that was kind of an odd thing. Like commuting to work by car now is something I don't normally do. Um, it's always weird not sleeping on the bus. And so got to Sedalia. It was kind of a stressful day just because of, honestly, because of rain. Had it not rained, there would have been, it would have been an easy cake day. Like everybody there was great. Um, the rain kind of, it ended up not raining for the show, but it was just kind of, it rained during the day. So we had to tarp everything. And then it was just kind of, the forecast kept showing pretty bad rain, pretty bad rain. And then it would push and it was just kind of that cycle of you could never really settle and then amidst that whole thing, I was like losing my voice randomly. And uh, and I knew my family was coming into town. So I was like trying to figure out parking for them and making sure my grandparents didn't have to walk too far and all this stuff that is just addition to what you already have to do during your day. Um, but it was cool. Like having your family come to shows is, is special because we don't play a lot of areas close to where my family is. It's, it's kind of interesting. Like we don't, we don't do a lot um, nearby. And so having the family see what you do is always special because I think it's easy to talk about touring and, you know, I visit all these cities and this is what I do. And this is the, you know, I sleep on the bus, like being able to show them like, okay, this is a, this is the bus. Like, this is my bunk. This is where I sleep. Like got to meet the artist I'm with, got to meet the whole crew. Like, and our, and our camp is awesome. Like very family oriented. Like they love meeting the family and like, you know, kind of bragging on each other. So that was cool. Got to do a little meet and greet and, uh, and honestly, just kind of show them the country way. It's just kind of like my family is the kind of family you want to come to shows. Like there's some people that come to shows who like kind of mooch off of you and make every like, oh, this is like make it their home. Like they just kind of take up a lot of space. My family is like very conscious of like taking up not space, but being in people's way, like in their home, like while they're working. And so like they're perfect to come. It's just like like, like, what do you guys want to drink? Like, oh, I don't know if we want it. I'm like, guys, we literally have a stash full of beer and booze. Like, what do you want? Like, this is, this is country music. Like being able to come out on a summer night, 4th of July, watch some fireworks and just have a couple drinks and have a good time. Like, that's what we're all about. And, uh, it was cool to treat them to that. And it was cool to run my first show, um, as far as lighting goes to them. Like they've never seen me run lights. They've, they've seen a couple of shows I've done, um, but never anything that I've operated or, um, production managed and so that was special for me just kind of like I don't know it's always good for your family to see what you do like see it, it's like what I said earlier it's easy to it's easy to talk about what you do but it's different when like people see you in action I think it makes it more tangible it makes it be like it, it kind of helps them when you say like yeah I'm really tired and I'm on tour we did four shows in a row like they can kind of understand like oh like he had to do all of those things four times in a row. Like that's why he's so exhausted. That was cool. Like it, it was a special moment. I was really glad they, um, they were able to come out 
And uh, I wish it wouldn't have rained. Uh, the crowd wasn't great just because of the rain. I think people would have worried about the about the uh, the weather. Um, but all things considering, man, this year turned out really well. Like I was stoked in the timing of everything. Like super blessed, thankful that it it all worked out that way um, because it doesn't always work out like that. Just even just from a sheer money standpoint, being able to get to the lake for very very minimal cost w- was awesome. And, um, yeah, I hope, I hope this is something that resonates with you guys. I hope you all had a happy fourth. I, um, I know I talk about the lake a lot. This is, this is hopefully it for a while. Um, thank you guys as well for just being patient, um, patient with me on this process. I think I'm going through a pretty big transition just in a lot of things in my life, like kind of figuring out a lot of stuff that I didn't realize I didn't have figured out. And, because of that, the podcast has suffered a little bit the past month, two months or so. Um, just in, I want to be genuine. Like what I said at the beginning of this, I, I don't want this to be something where I'm putting out a product that I'm not happy with and that I don't feel like is really me. I think we're back. We're making good steps. Um, yeah. And so this 4th of July episode is kind of the start of maybe a little turning point um, just as far as like some things I've been dealing with. I think, I don't know. I think I might talk about it next week. I haven't decided what we're going to do yet. Um, there's some things I think I could talk about. I'm just not sure if I'm ready to to share with the world. <laughs> not like a ton of people listen to this, but uh, I don't know. It's always interesting being vulnerable about things you're going through in your life. But I think it's something that we all deal with. And uh, yeah, might be helpful to you all. And so once again... Let me know if you guys have comments, concerns, um, how the podcast is going. I'm off of Instagram for the next two months. I've already done a month. I'm doing two more months just to kind of get away from social media for a while. Um, but reach out to me if you got my number. Reach out to me on Anchor. I know you can leave comments and things like that. So please feel free to do that. Um, thank you guys again for sticking with me. I appreciate you guys. I hope this resonates with you. It's something I was stoked to share with you all. I, I hope my passion comes through. I think it does. Um, but uh, yeah, it's something that I love. Like the 4th of July is special and I'm, I'm glad to to share that with you all and kind of give you a more in-depth look at, uh, at what we did this year. And so thank you guys again. This has been another episode of Mellow Mondays. Mellow Mondays.